I'm Stacy. I'm Jenny. And this is Learning for Life, a homeschool podcast. We are two homeschoolers who use different methods, curriculum, and strategies to make it all work. Our goal is to help parents teach kids how to develop a lifelong love of learning. Welcome to another homeschool how-to. These are quick little episodes where we take an in-depth look into one very specific topic. I'm Stacy, and today we're going to be looking at how to teach the value of money to your kids and how this could benefit your homeschool. The first thing I want to mention here is that I am not a money expert by any means, but what I want to share is just a few ideas that you could maybe implement into your homeschool or just your teaching of your children and be able to help them learn the value of money. All right, so the first tip I have for you guys to start helping teach the value of money is making sure that you're having open discussions with your kids about money. Don't make money this taboo topic. Um, In our household, our kids can ask, how much money do you make? Um, They can also be included in the monthly budget meeting. Um, It's nothing fancy. We literally just sit down at our computer, make sure all the bills are paid, and make sure we move money into the appropriate accounts so we can buy food and have money for, you know, put money away for vacations and savings and those sorts of things. But if they want to be involved, they're more than welcome. We feel that making sure that they can always talk to us about money so that they can ask questions is way better than trying to say, oh, how dare you ask how much we make? Um, Because what better way to have them learn about money than being able to ask how much we, we make? For example, my oldest did recently ask how much money I make. And when I told them, they were just dumbstruck. They're like, wow, that's so much money. Again, to an eight-year-old, what I make is a lot of money. <laughs> so anyway, he was just, oh my goodness, I could do so much with that, mu- that much money every month. And I said, okay, but let's also look at a few other things that you don't have to think about as a child. I got to say, you know, here's how much we have to pay for our mortgage each month. Here's how much we pay for food. Here's how much we put away for savings and so on and so forth. So I tallied all that up and I said, you know, after I pay all of this, we don't have a ton of extra money just to do whatever we want with. And we budget in savings and everything. So we kind of make our budget and our income work where we divvy everything out to where things go into savings each and every month. So I say we save for this, but then we also get to have that discussion what are we saving for? Are we saving for a family trip? Are we saving for um, some some new item in our house? It could be different at different times of the year. So this was a really fun conversation I got to have with my eight-year-old and be able to just see kind of his wheels turning in how at the beginning of the conversation, he thought I made a lot of money. And then towards the end, he's like, wow, after you pay for everything, you don't have much left. So that was a lot of fun. Now, the next biggest tip this is prop this probably should have been number one tip but we're putting it number two so our next tip is going to be making sure kids understand how hard you have to work to make money a lot of kids will be given you know five ten fifteen twenty dollars in a card for their birthday and now they have that money and they can go spend it on for my kids they want to go buy legos or some other toy now that came really easily to them But when you show them how much items cost in hours of work, 
it, it kind of helps them make that connection between work and money. Money doesn't just grow on trees. If it did, I'd be having an orchard in my backyard. But I really want my kids to understand that in order to get money, you have to put some effort into something. So for example, we live on five acres and sometimes there's some yard work that needs to be done and it's not part of their chores and sometimes I need it done um, and I would like some extra help and so I'll offer up the boys, hey, I need this task done, I'll pay you $5 an hour as long as you're working the whole hour. So they've taken me up on that a few times and worked, you know, two hours here and there and so they can make 10 bucks, 20 bucks in a couple of days. But it took them, you know, four hours just to make that $20. And so now when we're in stores and they're going down the toy aisle and they're asking us for stuff, I say, oh, how much is that? And they're like, oh, that's $25. I said, wow, that's five hours worth of work for you. Um, And so it just puts things into perspective for them and allows them to see money doesn't grow on trees and it takes some hard work to get there. So now when they're looking at a toy, they're constantly looking at how much it is and then they say, oh, this one's cheaper and this one would only take me three hours if I got this $15 toy instead of the $25 toy. So it allows them to, you know, make comparisons and be able to figure out for themselves How much work do I really want to put in for some new toy or whatever? So that has been a lot of fun as well. So you should give that a try. So my next tip is just introducing yourself to Dave Ramsey. I'm not sure if you're familiar with who Dave Ramsey is, but if you look him up, he is a finance guy that loves to give advice, but his whole philosophy on gaining wealth is to not go into debt, to have zero debt so that you're not spending all your money each month on paying off credit card bills or anything like that, but instead you're saving your money to make any big purchases. And this is kind of what we have built our family finances on. So in doing that, we're trying to instill that same mindset into our kids. So we have never ordered this, but if you wanted to look into it, Financial Peace Jr. So Dave Ramsey has his whole budget series called Financial Peace, and it'll help get you out of debt and start um building your future and growing wealth. So if you feel like you're in debt and just want to get out and you're not quite sure how to do that, he gives you some baby steps to just make simple goals and be able to move forward so that you don't have a ton of debt. So for Financial Peace Jr., your kids should not have any debt. So what he's really trying to instill there is explaining the difference between saving, spending, and investing. So in order for your kids to understand how to save, spend, and invest, they need to have some sort of income. So for our kids, they don't have a weekly allowance, but they do earn some money from birthdays, the tooth fairy, and extra jobs around the house like I mentioned earlier. So for spending money, kids may want to buy an extra snack at the store or there might be something at school that they're having a after school sale and maybe they want to have some money, some spending money to buy things of that nature. At the moment, our kids really don't have a ton of things that they need to spend their money on. Um, So they usually have most of their money that they're using for savings. And this is typically a more expensive toy or item that they want to buy. Shortly before COVID started, the boys were trying to save $100 to because we were going to take a trip to Disneyland and go to the Star Wars land and they wanted to 
build their own droid. So they were saving a hundred dollars to go buy them to go build and buy themselves a Disneyland droid. Um, we still haven't been yet because everything was crazy and our our trip plans kind of got all mixed around. So we have not done that yet, but we are hoping to in the near future. So they actually have already saved for that. So they've moved on to trying to save for a few other things like big Lego sets or things of that nature. The last thing that we try to teach our boys is how to invest. So this is something that my husband actually took charge of. And so if you want me to do a separate how-to and really kind of ask him how he did it and how to set it all up, but he created some sort of investment account for each of the boys. And you have to go through certain things because of their ages and everything like that. So again, if you want more on that, just let me know. But he was able to create an investment account and they all decided to put a certain amount of their money from birthdays and Christmases and stuff into that account. And then they get to choose, you know, oh, I want to buy from this company or that company. And so they're kind of doing this stock stuff. Again, this is all money that you know, they had just gotten from birthdays and Christmas. They don't need any more toys. They don't need any more stuff. So they made the decision to put it in and they're going to get to see how it grows or maybe it'll drop or whatever the case may be. So that has been really fun for them to get to do with dad and ask him in the morning, oh, can we check and see, you know, if my stock is up? And it's really interesting because I don't understand stocks, but they're starting to learn about that. And it's just so fun to watch them do that. So one quick example that I have for you on how we try to teach the value of money to our kids using kind of all of these different tips is for Halloween this year. They have their big old bag of Halloween candy and it's a lot of sugar. And in our household, we try to limit sugar. We don't totally remove it, but we also try to implement um, our children making good choices for themselves. So we definitely don't have it around the house too much. So after Halloween, they have this big bucket of candy. So what are we going to do with it? Um, you know, we try to have them limit it to so many per day. But another thing we do is that we offer to pay them for some of their candy or all of their candy. It's up to them. So we tell them, you know, we're going to give you this much money per piece of candy and you can sell it to us. So this not only gives them an extra way to earn a couple bucks, but it also allows them to not have to consume so much sugar and they feel like they get something for it still. So aside from just offering our kids the option to sell their candy, we also wanted to have an open discussion with them. So we were telling them, you know, here's how much you could get. And we counted all of their pieces of candy, a little bit of math in there, um, and said, you know, if you sold all of your candy, you could earn $25. And then we talked about if you worked for $5 an hour doing something, it would take you five hours to earn that much money. Did we walk around the neighborhood for five hours? No, we did not. So that's actually an opportunity for them to see that sometimes money can be a little bit easier gained depending on what the task is. Um, so in this case, we want to make it a little more worthwhile because for us as parents, we would love for them to want to sell their candy to us and not be consuming as much sugar. But again, it all comes down to them and their choices. We're not pressuring them into selling anything. It's just we want them to make those choices. So that's just one way that we help teach the value of money in our household. And that sort of wraps up this how-to. I hope you enjoyed this topic. Please let me know if you would like me to do any more how-tos on anything more specific money-wise, and I would love to do that. 
If you haven't already, it really helps our podcast out when you rate and review us on whichever podcast platform you are listening from. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and you can even subscribe to us on YouTube where you can get lots of other video ideas that all focus on homeschooling. So until our next how-to, I'm going to see you next time.